0: To Retro Rovers, a Bristol Rovers podcast. Retro Rovers, because the past is as important as the present. Okay, so uh, a warm welcome to Retro Rovers as our latest Hall of Fame podcast. Um, And joining me, as always, is a member of the team from Retro Rovers, and that's Kev. Kev Chubb, how are you doing, Kev?
1: Hi, I'm Mark. I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
0: I'm good. Yeah, I'm really well. I'm really well. So tonight we're celebrating. The talents of Mickey Barrett. You never saw Mickey play, did you?
1: No, I didn't. He's just a little bit before my sort of era, and I lived away from Bristol when I was a kid, so I didn't. I get get seen, but when I was, I was aware of him. Was uh, just everybody had nothing but good things to say about him, and mm. uh, it was sounded like it was during a period when uh, things were they just played really well at home and it sounds like he was just a really exciting player to watch. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what the guys have got to say about him.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, I'll, I'll be honest from the get-go, I'm going to put out there straight away that this Mickey Barrow is my favorite player ever. I've not seen anybody. Well, I didn't see many people before because I
1: was a bit that, young. That then. did come across in our discussions when we were yes. talking about our nominations. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, was a clear leader on your side of things, yeah,
0: I, I pretty much put it out there that if Mickey Barrett went in the Hall of Fame original, I wouldn't take a part in it anymore. I think that was kind of where it was going. Uh, to help us along, though, tonight, we've got uh, Gary March. Gary, how are you doing? Hiya, Mark. Not too bad, mate. Thanks. Well done. And Chris Waltham again. Back again, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah. Back again. So, guys. Um, What's your memories of Mickey, Chris? First,
2: well, I, I think it was an impressionable age for me because I was about sixteen, seventeen when he was at his peak, and um, my attendance was sporadic until we actually battered Pompey at Eastville Five One. Yeah, uh, which Gary will I know, don't remember that one. Well, you do, Mark. Possibly. I do.
0: Yeah, no, I do. Yeah.
2: Where uh, every player had a different shirt. When well, they, they consecutive shirt numbers, I think. I don't think, yeah, Nicky's six, score. seven, eight, nine, ten, it was. Yeah, there I don't think Mickey was one of the scorers. They so perhaps, he'd... but um, then there's no. this, this, goals that he scored in that period. I think the one that stands out the most is for me is the one against Scunthorpe in the 4 1 the following season. Yeah. Um, one at Play Lane, and then obviously the last one, which is tragic and amazing. All been one, really, isn't it? The million yeah. one.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh... He was the thing that uh, really struck me about Mickey Gary was it just looked like he was the most humble guy on the pitch. Always. He you know, he had the like, hunched almost like a hunched over look, didn't it? Yeah. And, yeah it, it,
3: it was like, you know, he, he sort of like I don't know, he sort of looked like he said, a humble guy, might, and he and he looked like he was, I don't know, spectating, but as soon as he got the ball, yeah, you know, magic happened. Yeah. And it's one of those players we don't get them that often at Rose. I mean, last one, possibly was was uh, Boded, Billy Bowden. Yeah. You know they yeah. get the ball, and, and and the crowd is right yeah. right on it.
0: Yeah, no, he, absolutely. I mean, he used to put a fullback on his backside, with a body swerve, he could score goals from pretty much anywhere. He scored he scored the best disallowed goal I've ever seen in my life away at Newport. I don't know if either of you were there that night. He, he, he must have beat two or three players, pulling the top corner only for Paul Randall to have straight offside. And yeah. I finally, I had an, I had an autograph. I wouldn't have been very old. I'd have been about, I reckon, i have been nine or ten then. And the very next game at Eastville, you know, you used to call the players over hey, to sign your books. Yeah. Um, and he came and signed mine, and my dad said to him, "You're a bit of lucky there tonight." And he said, "Yeah, I don't score many of those, um, but he did." He then went on and scored quite a few more of these types of, types of goals. Yeah. But he, yeah. he always struck me as somebody who was really humble. But when that ball came to him, you're absolutely right. I think Bowden is the only player to have come anywhere near close in terms of having just that magic in his feet.
3: Yeah, it's it's just, um, it was one of those things. And you've got to think, you know, with him and o- Ian Holloway on the other wing, they yeah. kept Mick and out of the team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Kev, you would know this.
3: And Mick Shannon went on and won a
0: League Cup that year. He did with Norwich, he didn't sold he?
3: Him Norwich, he him, yeah, he sold it in Norwich and he won a League
0: Cup. Absolutely. I mean, so Mick Shannon played for England, brilliant. Came to Rovers, couldn't get a game. No. Nah.
1: Well, if you look at Mick Shannon's career stats, actually, because I've looked into quite a few of the players and stuff, then it, it looks like he'd come to Rovers and obviously that was probably the end of his career. But he couldn't get in the side, went back to Norwich in the top flight and did well again, didn't
0: he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've got never I have a remember
1: him
2: playing, I remember him playing against Bournemouth in a 0-0 and it was really foggy and he just didn't seem to do anything. I was on the safe I think I was in the safe enclosure watching him and he was quite close to me at times but he kept coming out of the fog and then going away and doing nothing at all. That's <laughs> Mick
1: Shannon. Yeah,
0: basically his <laughs> Rovers career in in, yeah, in in my life.
1: But well, looking at how Mickey started his career is, is it one of a few players we've spoken about in this series? We might actually have lost to the Red Side
3: before yeah. he, we got him. Yeah, yeah he's a Southampton boy, so he's outside of town, isn't he?
0: He was on trial with them, and he didn't he, didn't he have a trial with City, and and they didn't take him. Mm. I mean, we've been really lucky with some of these players, like Harry Bamford was another one we've talked about recently. That a trial with City didn't get there, came to Rovers and did really well. Um, and, and Mickey was another one, wasn't he? Yeah,
3: yeah, and oh, there's plenty down the line. Uh, Marcus Stewart's another one. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your fate when
0: you look back on, on, on Mickey's career with rovers? What is there anything that is a particular highlight that stands out for you, Gary? Uh,
3: for me, it's got to be that Millwall game, yeah, the last the own last game. It, it, I was in the North Enclosure that night, and um, it, it. Something that night we were 2 0 down, what was it, 10 15 minutes ago? Yeah, 2 0, was it? I thought it was 2 1, but you were 2 1. Sorry, yeah. no, I think, yeah, yeah, I no, it, no, I didn't. No, I think Chris, yeah. you're
0: right, I think it was 2 1. Yeah, but... it was
3: 2 1. And I must admit, I was one of those on the pitch when, when, when he scored. Yeah, that I guy. was too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was down the open, I was down towards the open end of the North Enclosure that night. Did and you then, have a and, free uh,
2: schoolboys' ticket, Gary,
3: it could have been. Yeah, yeah, it was free it, for
2: I was on a free school, school kids' ticket. Yeah, in the away and uh,
0: if you're in yeah. your way because that night the Millwall fans didn't they have an open fire on the Muller Road they had a
3: bonfire on the terrace yeah,
2: yeah. yeah
0: I remember yeah. that yeah. I remember that I think that's a bit, and, and I, I was a, I mean, you guys may be a little bit older than me but I was about 9 or 10 now if I'd have been on the pitch I'd have got a thick ear from me old man so I definitely went on the pitch but yeah. for me that that, that last it's like the last five minutes we scored twice didn't we yeah. And, yeah, and Mickey pretty much scored with the last touch of the game yeah and that kept yeah. us in that promotion race that season
3: it did, That's it right. did, and we we could still go to Hull and get a result. game, yeah. was wasn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. We not we it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but I've never, I don't think I've only ever seen a ground erupt like it did for that when Lee Brown scored that goal.
3: Mm.
0: Eastfield just that night, Eastfield went mental.
2: Well, I started in the uh, away end on the free ticket, and. Like I said, I was about 16, 17, but stood at school. And I remember my mate Roger Hooper said to me, right, this is boring. Let's go down in the north stand. They'll let us in for free now. So we walked right the way around. And as we got to the back of the north stand, we could still see, we saw the equaliser. So we ran, climbed Mm. the steps, got into the north stand. And then Mickey scored with us standing halfway down. And we literally ran down the steps, over some seats, jumped over the wall into the north enclosure and then spilled onto the pitch from the north enclosure
1: yeah boys that yeah. were
2: pouring on which was like you gary by the sound of it, sounds exhausting, <laughs> oh, Chris. Oh, it sounds like you walked a full lap of the pitch
1: and then ran on it as well <laughs>
2: uh, pretty much i started off five minutes be- five minutes with two one down i was must have been in the opening with about 30 milwaukee fans yeah and by the time mickey scored i managed to get on the pitch yeah so it was probably, probably just as well for Grange. you.
0: It's probably just as well for you that you managed to get down the other end.
2: Yeah. It was but crazy. Yeah. But like you say, it was a crazy five minutes of my life. Yeah, you know, it was. total it was. doldrums. And then next thing you know, you're on the pitch with people running around going mad. Yeah.
0: yeah. So the other thing about Mickey that always struck me and, and, you know, we're talking from memories again, but he wasn't a conventional winger, was he? He was a little bit ahead of his time in some ways because back then wingers kind of hugged the touchline. Well Mickey quite often would find himself one on one with a goalkeeper and he'd end up almost as a, a floating sensor forward as well.
3: Yeah, he, he he was he did. He he basically had a free reign under Dave Williams. Yeah. Um you know, when he when he started, I think it was our Ar- Arrow game, gave him his first game, wasn't it? And then yeah, um, so. he, yeah, and then he was under Terry Cooper for a bit, Bobby Gould. But he found his out when Dave Williams took over. Yeah, I think last season under Dave Williams, the last season, and he and he pretty much had a free roll. Yeah, in that in that it, day, because you had you had David George with the centre midfield anchors. Yeah, uh,
0: and you he know, was Nick a
3: player. I mean,
0: Georgie Williams yeah. was a player, wasn't
3: he? Yeah. You know I mean? but, well, they were. That that midfield was probably, and that includes the 89-90 side. I think yeah. that was the best four midfielders. Yeah, I'd agree. We had it, we've added my time at the club and I've been going since '77.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. No, definitely.
2: I definitely preferred watching the '82, '83 side, but they were a bit frustrating in that they the yeah. batter sides out of sight, didn't they, one week? And then you go away I mean, with them and wouldn't even yes, see yeah. a goal.
3: Well, well they, they'd
2: win
0: at home,
3: wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. Or remember, or we get a bigger away following. And <laughs> the one I always remember around that time was Walsall away. Such where fun, they, yeah. <laughs>
0: they put on the yeah. free coaches.
3: Yeah, I was yeah. in that game. Yeah. Um so, I think we had Oxford, didn't we? It got rained off after an hour on the Tuesday night. And then yeah. the club and free three coaches at the Warsaw with 30 coaches going up and uh, got done 5-0. Yeah,
0: that was it. It was a cold day as well, that was. It was, remember. yeah. It
3: wasn't a pretty day.
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. But I mean, you're right. Under Dave Williams, that team, that was probably my first real rovers
3: team that I thought, oh, actually, we're not too bad. Yeah, yeah. We we had a decent. Well, you know, if playoffs had been invented four years earlier, we would have been in it under Dave Williams both yeah, years.
0: Yeah, exactly. That
3: and exactly. we were, you know, one game away. I think the first season. Because remember that that was another game. The one one, I can't remember Mickey must have played. Cardiff last game of the season. They already got promoted, and we just yeah. missed out. So I've that game
0: played. is on YouTube. I watched it last week.
3: Oh really? Oh, well, a,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll send it to is you. That the home it's game. Fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The 1-1? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got quite a good story about that because I, I saw Alan Ball do after-dinner-speaking. Okay. And um, I went but- up to him and promptly lost the programme afterwards, I think. But he, I handed him a Bristol, the Bristol rovers Huddersfield programme. You know, the one when he scored the mega lob? Mm.
3: Yeah, that was the goal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then um, yeah. I said, can you remember what you did in this game? And he looked at me and he said, no. Nah. He said, I like my time at Rovers, though. He said... But my best, my 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 only memory of my time at Rovers is Cardiff fans invading the pitch in the last match. So he'd forgotten about the Huddersfield goal. <laughs>
0: Blow me! He managed to score from miles out, didn't he? Against them.
2: He said, "I remember my last ever football match being yeah." That, that was his last game, surrounded wasn't yeah. by Cardiff fans. Yeah, so. that was his memory of Eastville.
3: But
2: yeah. So I got to speak to him about it, which was good. But couldn't remember yeah. the goal that I wanted to talk about.
3: Yeah.
1: I wanted to ask you guys actually about this, that period of time when it looks that the team was great, but what was it like actually in Eastville itself? Cause it looks like it was starting to fall apart a bit by then, was it?
3: Yeah, it was, it was post South stand. And I, I, it was that time I was going in the tote trying to be like, you know, same age as, um, six, same age, 15, 16, sort of around that age. And I was in the tote for a couple of years and then back in the North because it, it wasn't, like the, like the 70s and 80s, when that south stand went down, it's like the noise got went under the motorway. Yeah. For me. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I read about uh, that the other night, never really thought about it. The motorway, the change, the change, lost, losing the south stand made a lot of difference to the acoustics, didn't it?
3: It did, it did, yeah. And um, it was okay, and it, it was a crying shame, you know, but the writing was on the wall because I think they'd already agreed to deal with Tesco.
0: Yeah, but Tesco were, was all, yeah, they were already there, weren't they? Before
3: IKEA got there, yeah, yeah.
0: But um, but I used to go in the safe because after the fire, I started going seventy nine. I I think I went, and in a few weeks, the, the standard burnt down, um, <laughs> and in, it just wasn't ever. I don't, you know, I don't think I've ever seen Rovers in a decent stadium because by the time I really remember Eastville, it, it became, as Kev rightly says, it became a bit of a dump, uh, which yeah. is a real shame. But uh, we used to go in the south because it was they, it was really cheap for us to go and stand in the south, and that was my old man view. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Eastville, I, I loved Eastville. It's still now is my favourite ground. I used to get a real buzz. And times were different as well. You know, there, were, there was always tr- – <laughs> invariably there was trouble. And my my abiding of is, is walking um, over the, the Slitway into Eastville, my old man putting me under his coat. As yeah. we as we walk through mobs of blokes. And I you <laughs> know, I, I wouldn't have been very old. I mean, I started going when I was four. Mm. So I, you know, and uh, but I could just I can still smell Eastville.
3: Yeah, we, we used to get the 55 bus down from the anchor
0: right,
3: okay. in in uh, in uh, Kingsworth and then the stopped pretty much on State Put and Road, and it was um yeah, and then we walked round going there's to a, take, uh, There was a, a proper in, bus, a, wasn't it?
1: Sorry? It was, it was a was real a yeah, yeah. It,
3: it was. But there were some ugly parts as well. I remember, like you said, going through that slipway and there'd be guys selling National Front News or Bulldog yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was different times, I know yeah. that. Yeah, it was it, yeah. was, it was... um Yeah, there was something about it. And, you know, Turretton had a better noise, I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't ours. No. And Eastville is and always will be the natural age as far as I'm concerned yeah same um, I've, I've yeah. never
0: I've not felt at home watching Rovers anywhere since no. Eastville no um, and I've spent more time away from there obviously than you know it's nearly 30 years isn't it but
2: yeah. it's strange isn't it we've all watched more games at the Mem Yeah. now than yeah. we yeah. watched Eastville Twitter was You're only right. 10 years wasn't it? but I still feel like Eastville was the longer oh, I, yeah I still feel like Eastville was the longer time and i only did 10 years you know
1: did you ever go to east for kev never made it never made it it was before my time coming back i lived out of the country for a while i was going to ask coming back to mickey then in in the summer of 84 uh would you guys have been aware of that he had been ill at all or was it was it a complete shock to you guys when uh, when unfortunately we tragically lost him
0: it was in the post or I no mean, i used to hear it. you could read about it in the post can, can you guys remember exactly where you were when you heard the news? Because for me, yeah, was it was, the, what, it was, was one of the those
2: moments. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I went to Twerton Park on the night to see Bath City, Bristol City, pre-season friendly. Right. And I was lying in the bath at three o'clock in the afternoon and our mum just shouted up the stairs, Christopher, Christopher, Mickey Barrett's dead. Mm. And I was lying in the bath, like,
3: feeling like I wanted to cry, really. Yeah. yeah just my head wanted to blow up. because about you, Gary? Where were you? I remember seeing it on HTV news, um, Bruce back in the days of Bruce Hawking and Richard White and people like that, and all of us from our estate, like by Tennis Court Road in Kingswood, you know, we all just met up that night and had a cider for him. Yeah. You know, all of us like 16, 17 year olds. It was school holidays, um, yeah, and I've, you know, I did go down to the funeral, wait, watched, you know, went outside, saw the players go in. It was absolutely numbing, yeah. And I went to the um, Memorial game against Villa. Yeah. Yeah, I think I... Yeah, I was at that yeah. one as well. 3-2, wasn't it? Yeah, 3-2, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was... You know, I don't know, it just... First time, you know, it brought mortality youngsters, sort of, or younger people.
0: Yeah, probably To us,
3: yeah, as definitely. well as, as fans in...
0: Yeah, i never known anything like it before or since. It was, I was 10, like I say, um, we just moved house. Yeah. And me and my dad were out. And, but it was, at Kev, it was definitely one of those moments that, where were you when this happened?
3: Yeah, totally. uh,
0: And I think anyone who was a rarest fan at that point knew exactly where they were when they found out. It was just awful. And I I wasn't very old. I bawled my eyes out when I heard. Um, Yeah. He was, was, even as a 10-year-old, you could, you could, you were aware that you were watching something that was a little bit unique, a little bit special, and he absolutely would have gone on. I think he would have gone on, and played in the first division. He'd probably he played for England. So.
3: sorry. He'd have played for England. Yeah, I wouldn't be
0: amazed at that.
3: Yeah, he'd he have made was... that. He would have made that eighty-six World Cup squad. I think.
0: Okay, that's a that's a that's a shame. He was, he was that good. He really yeah. was. Yeah, he was too good. He wasn't a third division player. Yeah. in that last season he was absolutely he scored about 9 or 10 goals didn't he that season
3: did, he did yeah he did and you know God done so many I just to bunk off 6-1 to go to Wigan on a Tuesday night that season <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah I we was saying about games earlier one of the ones was Brighton in the League Cup Yeah, I didn't yeah. go to that
2: but I remember listening yeah. to that on the radio
3: and he stormed that did not he he stormed it yeah we was 2-0 up after about a quarter of an hour and then Brighton came back to the them. and then um we took no extra time here at Eastfield as well. Yeah, we did. But both, both legs, it was um because that was a Brighton side as well. That got to the cup final as well, wasn't it? Yeah, well, round, they, got round round that time. Yeah, they got to the cup final as was like yeah. Steve Fox. Yeah, yeah. Players like that. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah good it was,
0: team. It was around that they were a decent side, really were.
3: Yeah, they were. But yeah. Yeah, the Goldstone on a Tuesday night with about God, that's been like about five hundred sir? It's massive. Well, but yeah, big open terrace at Goldstone. But people right.
0: didn't travel away so much in those days, did they? No, on the night
3: games, definitely. But you know, a lot of time was on the trains. Yeah,
0: yeah, the on, football, the, on the specials, the you old know,
3: football going, specials. Yeah, Cardiff. Well, Baltimore, Gary, we Texas. were in
2: some, we were in some ridiculously known numbers. I reckon. We, I was talking to Feet um, about, um, I think it was Gillingham. I reckon there was about thirty of us when David Williams scored, and it came back out and the ref said it never it come off the
3: yes. yeah, remember that Yeah,
2: we all got out yeah. of it, didn't we because I was standing there in a mixed end pretending there was no one in particular Yeah. The next thing we were all round with the ref weren't we and it was obviously oh, yeah. the Ravens fans we right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. were all going nuts down the front
3: I remember, <laughs> I remember. Was like, I remember. it was only about
2: 60 of us there on Easter Monday I think or something wasn't it it was like
3: something like that yeah yeah, yeah. God, go to Doncaster you wouldn't even fill a coach yeah You know, on a a Tuesday night, stuff like that. I mean, a guy my mate, Bully, he was one of the ones who went, Supporters Club couldn't get a coach to go to Darlington on a Tuesday night towards the end of the season. Ended up with, um, I won't name the chap, but who was then the travel organiser of uh, Supporters Club. Yeah, Yeah, driving a minibus, driving a a transit, because that's how many we took. Yeah. You would dream of that, no?
0: It's, it's, it's different times, it really is. It's,
3: it is, yeah. Yeah, no, we still travel locally and we play up at a lot of grounds, I'm not going to lie.
2: But, oh, um, yeah. Ex- yeah, places like. Park.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Newport, where they had the shared toilets, and you go in New Pay, you go in the away and you go to the mill, and you walk around the Newport end and stuff like that. It was, it yeah. was
2: mixed
3: fans in the toilets. Wasn't it? Yeah, mixed fans in the toilets and that. <laughs> absolutely bizarre older shot where you have to go around the back of a park to get the away end
2: yeah
3: places like that it's
0: mad isn't it it is mad but there you go there you go they it, different times it, but yeah the, I know we,
3: got, I know we digressed
0: back but to maybe. the football a little bit um, that yeah. David that David Williams side placed a good football didn't they
3: yeah good Good players across the board yeah Um, you know we had international fullbacks in Slatter yeah um Tim Parker and Aiden McCaffrey one of the best centre half partnerships I've ever seen at Red. Yeah. yeah.
0: Brian Williams at left back, wasn't it?
3: Brian Williams at left yeah. back, random. Randall. And Ar-
0: right, right. So Archie
3: Archie's Randall still Randall there Archie. at that point. Yeah, there. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it was. He was brave as a lion, Archie, wasn't he?
3: Yeah.
2: It's, yeah. It's worse mentioned in the game where Marco cause Marco Connor took on one heck of a yeah. A billion didn't he? Having to go in Mickey's place, and the,
3: yeah, the night when he, he came
2: did. alive was the 4 1 win at Orient the week before the 3 1 at Ashton game. Yeah, that was, um, one the, that was
3: one of the games I off, um, bunked off 6 1. Did you Friday ever go night. to 6? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you yeah. were never in yeah. school, oh, were you? Go. Yeah, do you ever go to like school?
3: Oh, I missed quite a few games for the Rangers I think it was, it was, that term, point, was actually the Orient game draft turn, so I got away with that one. You could probably but, give us um, a full
1: description of the A Roads of England, though, couldn't you? <laughs> that could have been an end days, I will tell you. But uh, yeah, that, that's
3: why I mentioned that night. Why I mentioned then,
2: like, that night, mentioned that yeah. night was because Archie was starring that night, and that was definitely
3: that was '84.
2: Yeah. So they were all playing together, and that that side was that was one of the best performances I ever seen him put in. I think that night They yeah. just annihilated
3: Orient. That was an amazing night. Yeah, I, I, yeah, uh, yeah we, a load of us went in the stand, in the mixed stand again. Yeah, and we it was just the... like when the fourth went in, it was like that's it. You know, Party you time. Just, Party time, yeah, it was. It was absolutely amazing night. Uh, yeah, we had some good, good away days so. then.
0: Yeah, sounds like it. Didn't do much <laughs>
3: schooling though. Yeah, cool. yeah, Oxford as well on the boxing day. It was 3 2. 2 0 down. 3 2, didn't they? I thought you yeah. had it was 3 2. No, it 2 0, mate. Uh, okay. It was, it was 2 all because we boy. played Oxford two boxing days on the trot and yeah. uh, lost 2 0, and then we're 2 0 down, got back to 2 0.
0: Nah, fair enough.
3: Fair enough. Right. Yeah, Car- Cardiff on a supporters' club training. You- the train pulls in right beyond the Bob Bank. That was fun.
0: Yeah, just one to miss, I think.
3: Yeah, it was a bit. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. moving on. But the to football, yeah, that I mean, that side probably quality-wise, mm. as good as it got, as good as it's got for me. Yeah, the eight and side had more heart, but in terms of pure skill, that was that was the team. Yeah. In
0: yeah, I, I think I, I tend to agree with you on that. I think that um, we played... A, for, I mean, they played much more football watching... Just watch that video again I watched last week. Yeah. The, the quality of football was so much better than I I probably remember it, and I probably romanticise about it more in my head. Um, mm. but, so Which Mickey, game was that?
2: Was that the Cardiff game? The
0: Cardiff game, yeah. And they were a good side because they went up, didn't
3: they? Yeah, they did, yes. That's, yes, they did. That season. But um, uh, Chris, I think he Chris was mentioned earlier... that Sorry. Chris mentioned earlier the Pompey game where we've beaten 5-1. Well, oh, we beat yeah. them five-one.
0: Well, we had a we had a spell, didn't we? When we beat Pompey five-one, we beat Bradford 4 0 We we used, we used to just pump teams yeah. at Eastfield.
3: Mm. Yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: We're just you know, I used to, we used to turn up expecting to win. All well, the Williams
2: scored against Rexon, didn't
0: they? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Barrel, Barrel, Georgie, and David all got a goal. Didn't they? Three winners yeah. on the score sheet.
0: Yeah, I think there was. Yeah. yeah, I think there was. But so, what's your favorite memories of Mickey then? If you have, to, when he, now you have to look back on it all and go, right, if I could just pick out taking the Millwall one off the table, because mm. I think anyone who was there that night, that's quite an emotional goal for me. If I had to pick any goal from my rovers history, that would be the one I'd pick. Um,
2: Scunthorpe's mine, Scunthorpe at home when we beat him 4 1, because that's on YouTube and it looks better on yeah. YouTube. Well,
0: yeah, I think it I, all does. Uh, the way
2: I imagined it, I, I got it spot on, I think, because somebody found it for me about a bit Western, I think, put it up about three years ago when I mentioned it and just sat and watched it five or six times. Just magic
3: finish. Spass special. Yeah, bright and, bright and early cut for me. Um, he, ran that, he ran that side ragged for for half an hour. They, did, they couldn't live with him.
2: It was almost like, wasn't it, when he got to a point in his career where, like, probably like you say, it was probably David Williams just turned him on, brought yeah. him up a level, and then all his colleagues in the team were looking to pass to him, weren't they? Because it was
3: they was given the ball, yeah, they were yeah supporting absolutely.
2: him to go and do some magic, a bit messy style, weren't they? Get the ball to him, and he'll he'll will yeah. deliver. Well,
0: he was that kind. Of, that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier on. When I say he, he wasn't a winger, really, was he? Come the end, because he would just pick. He'd pop up everywhere in the middle of the yeah. park, and you know he had that yeah. kind of role. You know, I don't want to compare him to Messi necessarily, but you know, he had that role that Messi has made his own thirty years ago, forty years. Do you know what
3: I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and probably the only similar player to that at the time. In any division was John Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, I can think of.
0: Yeah. And it was just before Barnes he really made it as well, wasn't it?
3: Before when he was at Watford yeah. at the time. Yeah. 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 Um probably I think played
2: a- at our place, didn't he, in seventy-nine? He did. Barnes and yeah. Lisit both played in the Drew One One, didn't we? I think it was up in the South Stand. Yeah. So he was I'm trying to think. He would have been just making his way.
3: Yeah, it wasn't his heyday,
0: was it? Uh, no, he, he would have been a the youngster then. Yeah. Yeah he, yeah, yeah, he kind of got going
3: about 84, 85, didn't he? Yeah, it
0: was a 84 cup final, wasn't it? Yeah, and then the the, the England goal with Brazil, that was at the end of 84. 12, yeah. yeah, So, um, yeah.
1: It's, it's a tribute to Mickey Barrett that you're talking about, John Barnes now as well. Yeah. The sort of quality he had. But also, I think it shows why we've selected him for the Hall of Fame. It's, mm. it's is the uh, the esteem that he's held in by the fans when perhaps the rest of the footballing world doesn't really know anything about him?
3: Mm. I don't. I don't think there's going to be a day when he would walk into my all-time, Rovers eleven, where he wouldn't walk into my all-time Rovers eleven. He, he's probably the first name on the sheet for me. Yeah, same. He would work me. Same.
0: Kev knows this because we had a role not not a battle necessarily. But I absolutely so had a healthy made, debate. Yeah. Well I definitely let my feelings be known, Kev, didn't I? You
1: did. And so,
0: we were like, okay. Yeah, they kind of, they didn't really. It went to a vote, didn't it? But <laughs> but I, I, I always I also say that anybody that was around at that point when he died that was a Rovers fan. Yeah. Again, I've never really known a time like it. I mean, the whole place just grieved. It did. It did.
1: And, and that's what the, the, the older generation told us about Bamford as well, isn't it? And that, so yeah. that, they, they obviously encapsulated something for that generation yeah. too. And that's, that's why they both deserve to be there. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, and I think we grieved not only for, I mean, of course we grieved for Mickey, but we grieved for what we were missing, wasn't it? Because yeah. we, yeah. like Gary said, we thought he was, well, It was just, he, he could have just, we expected him to go on and on and on and be the pivot in that team, I think. And you think what happened afterwards it, that team just fizzled
0: out really, didn't it? We well, did within yeah. a year or so, didn't it?
3: Yeah. 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 We had we had another year, like I said, Marco Connor did a good job coming in. And we had some highlights that time, you know, eighty four, eighty five, winning a, you know, winning the cup at Ashton and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, being Leicester, yeah. Yeah, being, good times.
3: you know, we had some good team, but if you know, the money ran out, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um and we were getting we were down to, you know, as it was known, the faithful five thousand. Yeah. And it was and it was literally
0: the same five thousand game. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was interesting times, definitely. Was different, yeah. So um so Mickey Barrett is our um number eight in our Bristol Rovers Hall of Fame, deservedly. So uh, I mean I, the testament to how good he was, he played 129 games, had a really, relatively really short career with us. And uh, certainly for definitely me and you, Gary, he's the first name on our all-time rovers 11, you know. And for me, yeah. he had to be in here. He just had to be in there.
3: Yeah. He, he, he was my second hero after Paul Randall growing yeah. up. Yeah. I yeah, saw... he,
2: was, he was up there with me, but just I was a bit Archie mad. So, 17. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I loved Archie. He, I mean, Archie would stick his head where some people wouldn't put their feet, would I?
2: Just everything about him. It's
0: very yes. true. He was but, amazing. He's brave as a lion.
2: Yeah, just the yeah. thunderous headers. Yeah, never seen anything like it in a. Road. Did you so, Kev, You
1: missed all this. You missed all this. There were great times. But this has given me a chance to find out all sorts of things about people, and that's what I'm yeah. really loving about this this project as well. And i to yeah. thank Chris and Gary for for coming and having a chat with us. it's, it's been really good. Yeah,
3: no problem at all.
0: Yeah, it's been brilliant. It's we'll brilliant. have to. It's we'll have. To, We'll do an 8 we'll podcast in the future and we'll get you back on, guys. So uh, Football yeah. special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. we are talking
2: about... 60 we'll talk, away games. Yeah. Gary,
0: <laughs> Gary, Gary Marks' top 10 bunk-off school days. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank,
0: thank you very much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you and, and talk all this out. So it was, uh, No
3: problem.
0: Thanks yeah. for taking the time Matthew. out. Okay, so right. that is... Mickey Barrett is our Hall of Fame inductee number eight... Next week we'll have a Hall of Fame inductee number nine. Interesting, interesting. Any ideas, guys? Who will be your,
3: will be your next one? Um, personally, I think Ollie. Okay. About you, Chris?
2: Yeah, um, I think Ollie too. But I, I don't think I knew it is. I should know because I was concentrating at the beginning, but. <laughs> There you go. I was there waiting you go. for Mickey I there was waiting go. for Mickey um, yeah I, I'd
0: go with Ollie alright well we'll see tomorrow afternoon it will, all will be revealed
3: I should look at t- I should get Twitter up ready yeah there you go Right. nice no yeah. one thanks guys Uh right, take care Mark cheers, cheers guys. Yeah. Can. and can you hear the toilet
1: sing I can hear everything
0: So, Thanks for joining us on Retro Rovers Check out our website www.retrorovers.co.uk Lots of images of days gone by and that's where you can catch up with all our latest episodes They're also available on all your favourite podcast applications as well Don't forget, if you want to check out what's going on a bit more up to date on Rovers Check out the guys at Gascast, they do a great job at keeping you entertained with all the latest happenings at the club We'll see you on the next episode. Bradford Mayor Bix, the 7th of January
1: 1956. And can you hear the tone anymore?